Welcome back to the show. This is Chelsea on Shed on your International Women's Day. We've had so many incredible female voices here on the show today, and we're about to talk to another one. She's a 29-year-old entrepreneur, serial entrepreneur. Let me correct myself here. Uh, she's a business and finance content creator and co-founder of Sayer Group. She gives all kinds of financial and life and business advice on social media. Her name is Mallory Rowan, and I'm so excited to talk to her right now. Mallory, thanks for making the time. Of course, I'm so excited to be here. Mallory, you have you kind of have done the the dream of so many people. You left your corporate job, you bet on yourself and you made a huge success out of yourself <laughs> by doing so. So you have built a 1 million dollar net worth by 29 years old. I want to talk a little bit about how you were able to do that. How important was investing, whether it be in stocks real estate, maybe something else you want to highlight to build that real foundation of wealth? For sure. Honestly, I think starting a business was probably the most impactful thing for me. I started my first business at 22 when I was still in university, and it really forced me to learn more about money in general, right? You're more full on with revenue and taxes and all those pieces. So it really creates this driving force behind learning about money. And it put me in a position where obviously I could grow my income significantly, right? I'm not just dealing with waiting for a promotion or a raise at a company. So I think that was probably the most impactful thing for me. And then of course, real estate and investing in stocks comes into play as to building that wealth. But you know, everything that really got me to that point comes from starting a business. You talk a lot on your on your channels about side hustles. And it seems ultimately for me the takeaway is that you're encouraging people to make more money instead of trying to save more money in order to build wealth. You're not going to save your way rich. How important mm. is that lesson? Can you expand on that? Yeah, I think it's huge. Um, firstly, there's only so much cutting we can do, right? At the end of the day, there are expenses you can't get rid of. And so that method is going to fall short. The other thing is... It really is, if you're trying to create a more positive relationship with money, cutting anything, right, really leans into that scarcity mindset more than abundance. We see this even with nutritionists, for example. Often they say, you know, people are cutting foods when really they need to be adding certain foods to their diet. So it kind of goes off that same rule. And then when we look at actually making our money work for us in a place like um, real estate, let's say, if you can add $10,000 to your income, that actually has four times the impact than if you could save an extra 10000 towards your down payment. So we really do see the numbers in the income side of things have a much greater impact than on the saving side of things. So can you explain maybe some good ways to, to go about first-time investing for someone if maybe they're just trying to dip their toe into real estate or trying to save money for a, a down payment but they feel like they're priced out of the market? What do they do? Yeah, totally. I think the first step is always about realizing that you're always going to be learning. It's a never-ending process, but that can also be a really great thing. It means we can take these baby steps. So if something like investing feels totally foreign, you know, even just following um, finance creators in the space, signing up for a free course. A lot of universities have offers like this. Um, a lot of platforms like a Wealth Simple would have something like that. And then looking at how can I get started in a small way? So can we set up an automated investment that's maybe just $20 a month, something that we're not going to notice. If we're not even saving right now, taking that first step of just putting some savings in a high interest savings account and then tackling investments as a second step instead. Mm -hmm. 
I love that you're you're speaking about this as uh, as a young content creator and especially as a female because I think for so long finances were really seen as something that you know the the man of the house takes care of or it's this is a man's mm -hmm. game and it's not it, women were sort of shut out of the conversation do you feel like that's changing or do you feel like that's still the case what, what kind of comments do you get from your female followers yeah I think it's drastically changed I think actually a lot of the creators in the finance space who are most success successful are women and that's coming from one they're speaking the language that other women are have been looking for this whole time two I think we're actually way more into optimizing our money you know when I think about the questions I get from the women who follow me it's often that they're already doing things with their money and they're looking at how can I be making my money work even better for me mm -hmm. so I do think there's just created such a different space we're also in a era where you know women are more highly educated um than ever before too obviously that's not like a new new thing right. but i do think we're really seeing that shift of you know the more education the more variety we see even just the exposure on social media to different life paths i think has really introduced people to this idea of personal finance definitely and i think a little bit more ownership over our uh, over ourselves and over uh over as you said our own life path there's not just one way forward anymore and i think so many of us are independently sort of navigating that road which is really it's great to see it and you are someone who, as a content creator, helps to navigate what that path looks like for so many people. I'm sure you get questions about what side hustles people should pursue. What are some options when it comes to creating a side hustle or growing one? Yeah, I think... The biggest thing that people forget is you probably have an existing skill set that you already use in a current job or even if you're in school. And if that's something you can run with and get two to five clients with it and just work off that skill set as a service, that's a really comfortable way to start something on the side. Um, when I was between my apparel first apparel company and what I was going to do next, I just looked at, hey, I love marketing. It's something I'm really great at. So I got two clients, two marketing contracts, and I didn't have to create a whole business around it. I didn't have to do the website and all of this. Just use your own network, use word of mouth, get a few clients, and it really lets you preview it to see if it's actually something you want to pursue. I think it's important to remember often our first business isn't going to be our forever business, but we put that pressure on it. So just take off that pressure. See, is there something that you're really passionate about you could small, test in a small way, or is there a skill set that you already have that you could lean into? Is that what you did when you, when you decided that you wanted to quit your corporate job is the way that you phrase it and and start your mm -hmm. first company was it kind of to dip dip your toe in on the side and see what you thought of it for a little while before then making the jump to quit that 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 salaried position totally so i was actually two years into my um first business which was powerlifting apparel so we had been running it for two years um on the side of having a job using that time like you said to test it the very first thing we actually did was we printed a hundred t-shirts before we even made a website so we were like if we can sell these locally to people in our community that's going to be our way to validate and see if we can grow from there and then fast forward that two years when it came to quitting the corporate job um it really was a decision of look this is working i feel at this point the eight hours a day that i'm spending in an office could be so powerful for my own business so um, a lot of the time people want to replace their full-time income in order to go after this business but i think there's so much space if you can do it to let yourself you know dip down we paid ourselves minimum wage for a year or two and then you're just going to have exponential growth after that that it really can be worth that shorter period where you're making a little bit less but still getting by no problem
problem. You even today in in some of your stories, Mallory Rowan is uh, is your page on Instagram. If anybody wants to give that a follow, you shouted out your team. How important is it to have mm-hmm. a team around you helping you do something like this? Yeah, I think team is huge. We are um, a year into having our first employee and it's been really great. And then we have a buyer agent with our real estate team as well. But even before that and growing our other businesses, I always think of team as friends and peers in the similar industries, people you can lean on and talking to people. I think that's the biggest thing. It's not just about, you know, hiring help for your social media. It's about having people that understand the unique challenges you're going to face. And that can also look like internet friends. You know, just this past month, I met two of my really, really best friends in the world that were just internet friends until last month. But they're just people that really understood the struggles that I've been going through in ways that maybe my local friends won't. So I think finding those friends and um, family support systems is the biggest part of your initial team. I love that you use that term internet friends because it does sound a bit suspect on the surface, (laughs) but they can be great resources. Mallory, thank you so much for sharing your perspective and your time. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. Of course. Mallory Rowan is a business and finance content creator, a serial entrepreneur, and co-founder of Sayer Group, and she gives a ton of investing advice and different ways that you can make your money work harder for you. You can give her a follow at Mallory Rowan.